podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Bosco's Boys podcast. Uh, we're back in my house for another Q&A. One of my favorite styles of our episodes is a Q&A. I love them. They're so fun. But before we get started, we do have the housekeeping business to take care of, and that is to talk about our wonderful sponsors. First off, it is SeatGeek. Uh, guys, I was just browsing on their website looking at Royals tickets and Sporting KC tickets over my lunch break, and it is insane. They have all these different ticket providers all put in one spot, and it's going to give you the best deal on the internet, and the best part is they will actually grade those deals using an awesome algorithm that has to do with the price of the tickets plus the quality of the tickets. It is the perfect spot to shop for tickets, and they are the official sponsor of the Armchair Media Network. If you use promo code ACAA, you get a cool 20 bucks off. Grant, if you had 20 bucks off some sporting tickets, what would you use that 20 bucks for? I'd probably use it on some beer. Or maybe I'd go to the that little grill over there in the corner and get some sort of meal. But there it's 20 go. bucks. It's free. Yeah. So that's basically getting you dinner and a drink for free at whatever sporting event you choose. Um, second sponsor, you guys know it. My bookie. You guys could do this ad read for us if at this point. Best customer service. They're answering DMs. They're answering tweets, emails. They have a chat box on their website. Literally best customer service. If you use our promo code BOYS, B-O-Y-S, you're getting a 50% deposit match bonus, and you get to start working up that bankroll before football season starts. So that is our spot to gamble and tick splits is dead because we are with seat geek <laughs> seat geek is our spot for tickets and it's way better than tick splits because that was a jankety site <laughs> so remember my bookie boys and seat geek acaa let's kick it to that awesome thing let's song. start the show It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. All right, so we are back. We are for for another edition of the May Q and A, not the May Q and A, just, just the Q and A. But hey, we hope everyone had a great Mother's Day and enjoyed the Mother's Day pod. If you haven't, for some reason, if you skip that one, go back and listen to it because it's pretty good. I had a lot of fun. Shelly, you, you know, was really nervous, and uh, and you were talking it down a little bit. I was like, no, Shelly's going to come through, and I thought you guys did great. I learned a lot. I actually. I th- I didn't realize that she was basically a K-State fan her whole life, in, in a way. I love that she was watching your dad uh, before they she even knew, right? It's pretty wild, yeah. I mean, that's Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I had a lot of fun with my mom. I've gotten a lot of uh, you know fo- funny call-outs from the Boneheads. They uh, think Cinny is a little mischievous. I can see that. Switching the polos up on my dad and all that type of stuff. So that was a lot of good stuff. Um, Since we last recorded and it wasn't like an interview, a lot of stuff has happened in the world of K-State sports. Um, Almost every single one of those things were asked in some version of a question. So not a lot of stuff to talk about. But I do want to give a shout-out to our guy Bruce. He's going to be the head coach of the U19 Team USA Basketball World Cup team. Uh, they're going over to Greece, and uh, Shane Southwell is going to be on that staff too. So I want to give a shout out to Big Daddy Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be a good experience for Shane too. I think that whole thing will be enjoyable. Um, before we get into our questions, we've got somewhat of a new partnership as well, um, a little closer to us that we will <coughs> be working with on and off, basically. From here on out, um, our friends at the Kansas City Catbackers, they have a, a great event coming up. It's Friday, May 31st at the KC Wine Co. in Olathe. It's their annual Summerfest. Um, there's going to be a live auction for K-State memorabilia um, and experiences, plenty of activities, as well as like speeches from players and coaches like Kleiman, uh, Mitty, Chris Lowry, 
and a few others. Entry is 30 bucks for KC Catbacker members and 35 for non-members. That gets you a dinner of pulled pork, uh, salad, mac and cheese, and green beans. Yum. Sounds pretty damn good to me. I could go for some mac and cheese and green beans right now. I could, too. That's a good combo. It is a good combo. Um, wine. Wine slushies, hard cider. They're available for purchase as well. If you're a kid under 12, you get in for free. Um, for more information, go to the kccatbackers.com if you want to register or become a member. You should do it. We're both members now. Um, they got good stuff pretty much year-round. Be sure to tell them that you heard about it from the Bosco's boys. It's expected to sell out that first uh, Summerfest event uh, this this may 31st so register soon uh we're also working to set up some sort of disc some sort of discount for membership like with a bosco's boys code we don't have that worked out yet but stay tuned most important thing for the 531 event is the registration deadline is 524 so that gives you like what nine days or so so go well, go even less because yes. this is being yeah, this is right. going to go out uh, usually I would do this on the 21st, but since that deadline's coming up so close, I will put this out on 520. We can tweet so, out something too. Yeah, and we'll t- we'll tweet something out. Um, so you guys probably already would have seen that tweet by this point. Um, Grant and I, at least I will 100% be there. I think Grant's going to be we'll there be too. We'll be there. All right, there we're too. both going to be there. So uh, show up, uh, come talk to us, come say hi. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, have a koozie or maybe the first person to come say hi. Maybe I'll give you some wine. Who knows? Come up, say hi. It's going to be a fun event. Um, I'm already looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, let's get more people to the KC Catbackers. If you're in the area, sign up. We'll all start hanging out. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we're going to start this Q&A off. Uh, from the one and only Matt Hall. He only owned, owes me about 98 questions. Uh, if you want to see uh, Matt do his best to answer all my crazy questions, go over to KSO. He's answering one question from me a day for 100 days, and I think he's done a pretty good job so far. Um, so this first one, it created a lot of dialogue on Twitter, and it's a two-parter. So Grant, if K-State football could win only one game this year and you can't pick KU, what does it need to be? So I And I asked some follow-up for this. Did he mean a guaranteed win or did he mean 1-11? He said originally 1-11, but you can answer it both ways. So let's first off start it. K-State goes 1-11. You can only choose one win and it can't be KU. Which team are you choosing? Surely we are in the same boat here. No, I think I'm actually going to surprise some folks. Okay, then I'll take the easy one, and I'll say Iowa State because, I mean, a lot of I don't know if a lot of people agree with us or not, but they are a rivalry of K State at this point. Um, I don't. It's not due to us like rustling people on Twitter for a couple of years. I mean, maybe that has something to do with it, but we don't bear that much weight as much as we like to think that we do, but. I just think it would be incredible to be one and eleven, and one of our only win, our only win being Iowa State at home. It would be really enjoyable for me, and they would have a massive meltdown. So, if yeah. that if we're going the one and eleven route, then I'm probably going to go with that. Hashtag strive for nine. Um, I'm actually again. I'm gonna you know th- throw a wrench into it. I'm saying game one, um, and it honestly wouldn't matter who that team was it could be you know if it was you know bowling green in game one because it's what it's fcs school uh nichols state nichols state so it wouldn't have mattered who game one was because in this scenario where k-state's going one and 11 it is going to just be a cesspool of a season on message boards on twitter talk radio Uh, it's just going to be horrible uh so what i would want is at least one week before that starts so you win that first game hey you know it's a win you at least get seven days into the season before the meltdown begins Uh, i would say it would have been a close second um so let's switch it up a little bit so if you could guarantee one win except for ku does that change your answer are you still guaranteeing the iowa state no it changes my answer um i don't have an answer at the top of my head i kind of want to look at the schedule do you have an answer ready yeah my schedule my answer is mississippi state without a doubt because at that point momentum yeah you have momentum 
God willing, you're probably going into that game 2-0. If you all of a sudden beat Mississippi State, a team that just dominated you at home a year before, then all of a sudden you got momentum rolling and you start off Big 12 play with somewhat winnable games, I believe, Oklahoma State and then Baylor. Mm -hmm. So you have winnable games. If you're going into those, excuse me, 3 and 0 you have confidence the fan base all of a sudden is super excited um I think that gives you the best chance to really get rolling my pick after that would be Oklahoma State yeah. uh, again all because of momentum yes it would be cool to guarantee a win versus like an Oklahoma or even a Texas because those are going to be the big dogs but you're playing those games deep enough into the season where I don't know if momentum can switch. So if you could guarantee some of those early games, that's the route I would go. But I would officially go Mississippi State with Oklahoma State as my uh, backup. So that's kind of the direction I was going when I was going to pull up this uh, schedule. But I'll go I'll go different. Um, so let's say I'm, I'm probably going to go with Oklahoma. Um, since we haven't beat Oklahoma in Manhattan – since 1996, I've witnessed some absolute beatings in Manhattan as well and some close losses that have just bothered me a lot. Isn't it in Norman? Is it? Did we lose in? Was no, it, they, no, they beat us by a 1,000 oh, in yeah, Norman yeah, last, last year. year. Okay, sorry. But anyways, so looking at the schedule now, well, let's th- just That say, OU game we blew at home the last time we played was, was just tough. so fresh in my mind. Sorry. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, so you guarantee Mississippi State. So that yes. we'd be three and zero. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna just so the three games after that are like kind of toss ups. I feel like um, Baylor. That's why having that momentum could. Mean I agree. So it's much. smart. It's smart. But I'm just gonna try to be different. Um, so let's say we play six games. I'll be optimistic and say we'll be four and two losses at Mississippi State at Oklahoma State. We turn it around. We beat Baylor. We beat TCU. So we're four and two going we, into Oklahoma. We very easily could be two and four going. I agree. Into that game. I'm and just beating Oklahoma right. would mean next to that's nothing. Why I'm saying I'm being optimistic. So we'd be five and two beating Oklahoma, feeling great. But I don't know. I mean, it's just a it's a tough question. But you're you're right with the with the Mississippi State because I would probably pick that too. Momentum is huge. So well, do you want me to take over? No, that's because I was the only one I was worried about missing. Kay. Um, so we're going to get into it. Um, shout out to Chef Andre Napier. I think he probably wins the award for most questions asked for this Q&A episode. So uh, he gets us started or restarted saying, where does Caleb Grill's commitment to Iowa State rank in your K-State recruiting disappointment? It doesn't. Not high at all. Yeah. Uh, the day that it happened, I was like annoyed about it, and I didn't like losing him to Iowa State because it was unexpected. But it doesn't – like I, I maybe thought about it for 10 minutes, and then I, I don't really care. I mean, we don't – I don't think he was that good of a prospect. He was like looked decent, but I mean, who knows? He was a top one hundred and fifty guy, and I understand. You know, he's in Wichita, but fact of the matter is, he was not even on anyone's radar until two exactly. weeks ago. And even when his recruitment got brought back up when he decommitted from South Dakota, like people were kind of like, eh. I don't know. Like, they weren't sold on it. And I, I really – people started getting their hopes up and started really buying into it. But it wasn't until he kind of snuck into the top 150 that people all of a sudden started caring. In fact, the matter is I never thought he was going to go to K-State. I, granted, I thought he was going to UNLV. For sure. I didn't think it was going to be Iowa State, and that does suck. But I never was like – I never had him penciled in as a guy who I thought was going to commit. So – no, me either. I, I'm not. I'm not worked up about it at all. Um, fact of the matter is, I think Sloan's going to be a good player out of JUCO, and um, we're, we're currently going after a wing out of Nevada that we're trying to get him to classify back to 2019. By the time uh, people are listening to this, that'll already be wrapped up. But you know, it doesn't rank on my recruiting disappointments. Me either. I mean, fact of the matter is, I'm probably if you're talking just basketball. I mean. Whatever I, I there's not I'm, Christian Braun way higher and he went to KU and that's understandable. If you want to add football into it, I have a million disappointments where so I didn't really care. I think K State fans melted down way too. People hard just after get that. so mad about recruiting misses and they completely ignore like 
to the guys that we get. It's really frustrating. Yeah, Dejuan Gordon's a four star, and like the the I actually took a relative step away. I didn't post on KSO for like a week after it happened because I just couldn't stand the folks melting down over it because it and, and people are like, oh, we're not melting down. We're just pointing out facts. No, it was a full fledged meltdown over a guy no one even knew existed back in fall. So whatever. <laughs> uh, so we keep it going. Chef Andre Napier asks sour beer thoughts. What's mm. your favorite? Love it. Massive Absolutely fan. Love it. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. The Love Child series from Boulevard's great. Um, Double Shift constantly puts out great. I sours. think my favorite sour is raspberry grind or blueberry grind from Double Shift. Um, I tell you what. Uh, back at in Topeka, Happy Bassett. Did yeah. a very good sour series, uh, raspberry and uh, blueberry sours. I, but for the name of me, I can't. I can't. I really liked uh, Tallgrass's raspberry jam too. That was a R. classic. R.I.P. Yeah, love love sour beers. Um, the more sour, the better. Um, Chef Andre Napier. Here, here, here's the uh, big one. How would you handle the Hunter Horizon situation? Um, and speaking of that, if y'all remember the yearbook episode where we kind of hinted at some big news about to come down the pike. That's what we were referencing. Um, we didn't want to talk about it because it wasn't a done deal. Uh, first off, here at Boss's Boys, we do not condone or support any sort of domestic violence. Um, I, I'd hope I not. should go without saying, but sadly there is a uh, K-State podcast out there that will make jokes about domestic violence, and that's disgusting. Uh, so that's definitely not what we're about. Uh, but how, the question is, how would you handle the situation, uh, Grant? I mean, uh, <laughs> probably how we are currently handling it. I, I mean, I'm not that close to the situation, but you got to let it kind of let the law do their job first, get all the facts, and then you make a decision. But I mean, if anything happened, you got to basically cut it. I, I just. I have a zero. I would have like a zero tolerance policy, or like, just you can't have that stuff. Yeah, the only the only re reason why I think he is still on the team is because there's an investigation going. Even if charges were to get dropped in a <clears throat> situation like this, after everything was concluded, I would cut him off the team. Um, I don't think that there is anything that could happen that I would keep him on the team. Um, you know, I the ch I think the Chiefs should have already cut Tyree Kill. I do not have any definitely sympathy when it comes to this. I understand that there was a situation up in Montana, either Montana State or Montana, where there was a fake report. A player got kicked off, came out that like the girl made everything up, and then he turned around, and sued the university, and won like a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, so I understand why legally you have to go about it this way, but the second the legal process was done, I would ha I would kick him off the team so fast. I probably would. I mean, there's it's just not worth it. So that's that's where we stand. Um, Mike Smith, shout out to Mike, uh, M-I-K-3-5 Myth, but I'm just going to call him Mike Smith the rest of the way. With Mother's Day being Sunday, what is the biggest impact your mom's um, had on you? He said made for you. That's a, I've made for that's you. That's a tough question. I mean, I mean, just love and support. My mom, uh, for the longest time, she was a surgical nurse. She was great at what she did. And then uh, once Alan and I started getting close to school age, she actually started staying at home so she could volunteer at school, always be at all of our games, um, you know, be there when the bus dropped us off, be there to take us to the bus. So she literally sacrificed her career so she could be around for us during those years. I could never thank her enough for that. So that's probably my answer on that one. So my mom actually was school secretary at my elementary school. So probably just getting me out of trouble all the time. That that helped me a lot. Um, being in the same building pretty much every day and taking me home, taking me to school. But I could I could just leave class and go to the office and like eat snacks and stuff. It was awesome. That does sound awesome. It was great. Um <laughs> Mike comes back, so he goes, after seeing Matt Hall's top five K-State games, 
he would watch on a stranded island. What are your guys' top five? Do you know your top five? Not off the top of my head, but I could I, probably bang some if, off. If you want a little bit more time to think, I can answer this. Okay, go ahead. All right, so my number one is 98, Nebraska. Um, I was there. I've said it a handful of times. That's like the game that I truly begin remembering going to K-State games. Number two is the Xavier Sweet 16 game. Um, I think, honestly, if you want, like, true ESPN classic type case what against a game. any sport, I think that has to be it. Um, number three, number three, I might even go that uh, Sweet 16 game versus Kentucky. Uh, it is fun to go back and see Barry Brown, Cartier Jada, all those guys, uh, you know, get that win. It was so much fun. It was the very beginning of Bosco's Boys. Um, the excitement I felt after that game was something that I haven't felt in a really long time. Um, number four, number four. Oh man. Uh, there's so many games I know. that are good. Number four, I'm going with this. I don't even know if a video of this exists, but the K-State basketball versus the Soviet Union game. Like, when you when you talk to, like, super old folks, like, that's a game that people bring up in, like, the lore of Ahern. That, oh, man, one time the Soviet national team was in town and they played K-State and K-State beat the commies in Ahern. Uh, so <laughs> what? Are I did not know that. I'm totally serious. I've never heard that in my life. Are you serious? I'm completely serious. That is shocking. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's crazy. Okay. Well, yeah. Cool. That, I mean, that's yeah. That's something that I hear old folks talk about. There's folks who have posted on the message boards about it. That so that's one of them. And then my last game. I feel like I need another football game. Um, <clears throat> let's go with '97 Fiesta Bowl. That's a good game to watch. So Michael Bishop dicking down on Syracuse. So those are my five. Okay, I'll go with – I've seen this game so many times. 2003, Oklahoma beating the Big 12 championship. I mean, it's just – I could probably recite Brent Musburger's, like, commentary. Maybe 75% of it. I mean, I've seen it so many times. It's great. It's a classic. Um, 2002, USC. I love that game. I would love to watch – I've watched it recently. It's – God, once you get past, like – I don't know if you listen to the KSO Retro, but like even oh, watching the 2011 like Baylor game is just the quality dip is so bad. I recently did watch 2002 USC, and it's like insane. It's like watching it's I don't know it's four pixels, terrible. And then I probably do the 2008 KU hoops uh, streak ending in Manhattan. I've never rewatched it ever. Um, I've lived it. I went to the game, but I've never seen it again. Um, I've only seen clips. And then maybe 2011 Baylor football. It's a great game. Um, super exciting. And then a game that I love to watch, or at least love to watch highlights of, but was two years old, is the 93 Copper Bowl. Just, I, like, have a weird connection to the 93 season. Even though I was two years old, I've just watched the highlight tape probably over 100 times when I was a little kid. And... I love all those players, and that, that game is so fun to watch. It's full of so many good highlights. So there you go. That's my five. That's a good five. Um, next one comes from Powercat Ryan. If you could reverse the outcome of one of these games, which would you choose? 1998 Big 12 championship game, 2003 Marshall game, and that caveat is Roberson doesn't get injured and remains healthy the entire season. Or 2012 Baylor. I think those are such interesting. It's so interesting that he threw in the Marshall game because it's like, I get it. I get what he's doing, but there's like 70% of the season left. And I mean, I we all would have loved to see what would have happened if L was healthy, but I would have thrown in like the Butler game or something, Hoops or Loyola. But that's okay, Ryan. I'm going to go with not the obvious, and I'm going to say... We're both going to say the same one, then. You're going to say 12? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. We were there, man. Yeah, I mean, th I mean, we're in college at that point. Um, we would have murdered Notre Dame. I think I already had a hotel God. in Miami. Um, so being there in 2012, I mean, all we would have had to do is get past Texas for a home 
Yeah, coronation. Like, it would have been incredible. I mean, we would have been what twelve and zero at 11 home, and 0. eleven and zero at home. The party would have been unbelievable. We would have been going to the national championship, number one in the nation. I think it's kind of easy for me. I mean, actually. oh, it is one hundred percent easy uh, for me. But I, I think uh, Powercat Ryan asked this in another media, and I listened to that answer, and they all equivocally said ninety eight. A&M. I think the only the only argument, the singular argument you could make for that game, in my opinion, like for for me as a fan, would be does K State does that change the course of K State football right. moving <clears throat> forward? Um, because even in the vacuum, even if you say the only thing that changes about K State football is are those two seasons. It's 2012 without a doubt. Like, yes, winning a national championship in 98 would have been fun, uh, but if it's not going to propel you... How much do you think it really would have changed the course? I don't know. That's the argument everyone makes. I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like, how much is Bill going to change himself? Yeah, exactly, because look at it. 99 and 2000, still elite seasons. Does winning that game mean that we get recruits that then change the couple losses are all of a sudden are we going to beat Oklahoma in those years if we can if we win the national championship and recruit someone like I don't know if that changes it does it make it so 2001 isn't such a drop-off I don't know but then 2012 2003 you're back to competing at a world level and then you know some of the best recruiting classes happened right there that was the downfall of 0506 and then the question i guess comes to are, are you do you hire someone better than ron prince just because you want a national title at that point than what eight years previous exactly i, I don't know yeah. i don't know how much it truly changes i think that's a talking point a lot of people like to throw out there but i i'm not sure i'm not either i mean i just don't like I don't know how much it really changes K-State, like, the program. I mean, I, it just recruiting is the obvious question, like, probably thing that it would change. Yeah, we would it, snag a couple more recruits, but how, what does that really change? It's yeah. not going to change what Manhattan was in 1998, the late 90s. I mean, it's not going to change who and, Bill was. And he, here's my thing. I think 2012, you win that one, I think that changes everything because not only that – but if you win that Baylor game, all of a sudden Colin Klein wins the Heisman and is winning a oh, bunch of sure. awards. Then all of a sudden Bill Snyder retires in 2012. Then all of a sudden, hey, you're coming off a national championship. All of a sudden, maybe you get Brent Venables because guess what? He's not making $8 million at Clemson yet. He's not a world you know, superstar. Maybe you grab Gary Patterson. Maybe – I don't know. I, I mean, I'm backing Chris Kleiman, but I think all of a sudden – he ret- if Bill retires after 2012, you're either getting Sean Snyder, which maybe that is super bad, or you're getting a world-class name. Uh, so I, I agree we with win you. Win the I- title in 12. Kleiman, I mean, Kleiman, Klein. Klein wins the Heisman, and then he hands the car keys over to Daniel Sams, and he dominates for four, three years. Yeah, exactly. I With Brent Venables as head coach. Yeah. And we Give have an elite defense. And I we're think, still top of the world right honestly, now, seven not, years later. I'm not even listening to anyone who tries to say <laughs> 98 anymore. So I mean, especially since, like, I mean, I was seven. Like, yeah, I was in – I was at K-State. It would have yeah, been incredible. I'm, I'm not buying any 98 crap from anyone younger than 50. That's <laughs> way too high, but still. All right, so we'll, we'll get back on track. Mike, after listening to Mom Pod, what is the worst thing you guys got in trouble with from your mom? I actually – for I just – talked back and I was a real dick to my mom basically from age probably 13 through 24 maybe 22 I don't know um, but I never really got in tr- like I got some speeding tickets but honestly for as mouthy as I was I never really got in a ton of trouble at school the worst thing I did in school I never actually got in trouble for it um, but yeah, speeding tickets, probably just, honestly, just run of the mill grounded for speeding. Yeah. And I don't know. My mom was an angel. She never did anything to punish me. It was always the You're other also side. The it was la- always, ma- I was the last kid. So like, they didn't care at that point, but if I ever got in trouble, it was because, my, or it was like my dad. I'll, I'll tell you a story off pod. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested for that one. Um, it's pretty funny. So we will <laughs> get back into this. 
Um, and then as I'm reading through these on my phone, I haven't missed it. I'm just making sure. Shit, I don't know. I don't okay. think so. Well, it doesn't matter at this point. So Andre Napier back into it. This is my super. Wow. Talk about this is he says way too early. I'm saying super duper way too early predictions. This is all basketball leading a score rebound and assist man for K-State next year. Uh, so I'm going to say score Xavier Sneed rebounder. Also Xavier Sneed. I like that. And assists also Xavier Sneed. No, Cartier Jada. <laughs> I'll go score. Cardi D, rebounder McCall Maywean, and assist man. Oh, gosh. Sean Neal Williams. He's going to take a big step. He's, he can drop dimes, man. That's what he does best, I think. All right, and then who will be the biggest over and underachiever on football next year? Overachiever. It's tough. Oh, man. I'm going to say overachiever Jack Stanine. I think he's going to be starting by Big 12 play at fullback. Underachiever, I'm going to say. Oh, I'm going to say Isaiah Zuber, even though I don't like that. Um, you're going to be playing two wide receiver sets, and he didn't practice at all in the spring. And. Uh, they were very happy with the guys that were in the spring. So uh, I don't like that. Isaiah Zuber won the swagger sticker a lot last year. So I don't like that. But that's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. Oh, man. Let's see. Underachiever. I'll start with that. I'll say Wyatt Hubert. I think he'll just have – and I don't. that doesn't mean necessarily he's going to have a terrible year, but sophomore slump maybe. I don't know. Maybe he sees this some similar similar um, type of sophomore year as Reggie Walker. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I'm going to be correct. I'm just throwing that out there. Overachiever. Um, um, I'm going to say defensive coordinator. Um, Scotty Hazleton. Scotty Hazleton. He's going to transform this D into a top 30 defense. That's a bold claim, but I'm sticking to it. I like it. I and he's gonna wear jeans every day. He's not gonna. <laughs> Coach God, I'd be so happy if he wore jeans one game. That would be a lot of fun. Um, the next one from Andre Napier. How different of a podcast would it have been if you guys would have started while you were enrolled as students at K State? So, first caveat to that is we have a very limited window, but we have a two-year window that we were both enrolled at K State. Although, those were the two years, 2011 and 2012. It would have been really fun to have the podcast during those two years for football. And And basketball basketball would have been good, too. The Frank Martin days and the first year, the first championship with Bruce, I guess. Yeah. So, you would have had, you know, the meltdown of Frank leaving, the meltdown (laughs) of of hiring Bruce. uh, The the, Baylor meltdown. The Baylor meltdown. Yeah. Uh, but stylistically, I have no idea. Um, probably would have been much worse. Yeah. I, probably, way more inflammatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, because I think I was just much more of a take machine. Like, I was just takes on takes on takes back then. Um, and just all over the place. I do think I'm a little more even keeled now. Um, but I, I always had an idea if I ever got into student radio, a concept of a sports talk show on student radio called good cop bad cop where all it was was like five to ten topics and you'd flip a coin who was going to be the good cop who was going to be the bad cop uh so i honestly since i had that idea back in that i would assume that a podcast would have looked a little bit like that so that could be fun that could be fun um mike smith back football question does thompson progress Learning a new system, stay the same, or decline as a quarterback. He's going to progress just for the fact that he isn't having to deal with the bullshit of a coach questioning him in the media and constantly have to look over his shoulder. Agree. He's going to progress. I think he's going to thrive under Coach Kleiman. Uh, Roly Poly Coley asks, what are three to five categories that y'all could dominate that are not sports slash K-State related? Dominate? Um, I don't. Know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Probably know nothing. Anything I would dominate. At. I think I would feel pretty good about like movie trivia, 
Um, that's but, very general. But it's super. Yeah, that's so broad. I would I would say U.S. geography, <laughs> um, cities in which universities are located in, maybe or state flags. I think I'd be pretty good at state flags. <laughs> I think I could get fifty out of fifty state flags. And I know some of the states have their the name of the state in there. You could get rid of those. I think I could go fifty for fifty. Actually, I could go. 50, I'd like to see that. I could go fifty-two out of fifty-two, including uh, D.C. and Puerto Rico. I'd like to see that. Maybe if you guys come to the Catbacker event, we'll make Scott do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would dominate any. To be fair, I'm trying to think if there's any other thing maybe that. Arsenal trivia or something, but even that would probably be really hard. Yeah, I think the word dominate is what's... Do Does anybody dominate trivia? Yeah, I mean, there, there are some. Jeopardy contestants that are... There are some. That one dude that's been going for like... I could dominate Bosca's boys trivia. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Robin Kentucky asks, should maxim- maximum security have been disqualified? Yes. I have no idea completely... I'll just ride with you. Yes, 100%. He broke the rules. He's a dirty cheater. He did. And then the question was... Was the Sayaz suspension excessive? I also say yes. You can't you can't be having horses go, you know, crossing four lanes like that. That is dangerous. Ouch. So that's that's my stance, and no one can make me come off of it. Um, Andre Napier asks, "What non-regional football team would you want an annual game in the non-conference with?" Non-regional. Yeah, so I'd say you can't do like Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, or we play all the Oklahoma, N- Tulsa, no Colorado Texas schools. Yeah, n- no one in the immediate Big Twelve footprint or bordering. Huh. Probably just <laughs> probably just be the most fun place to visit, like continentally. Uh, shoot, I don't know. Maybe LSU. Does that count? Yeah, they're pretty I'll, close, though. I mean, they're closer than you'd think. I'll, I'll let it That's stand. the only reason that I always I, pick them, because they're so much closer than you think they are. L- Louisiana's not far. I would say Vanderbilt, <laughs> even though I'd get PTSD. But I just want to go back to Florida Georgia Linehouse and drink vodka waters all day. Man, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Um, Imolorado, what is your favorite song and least favorite song to hear at a wedding? Oh, least God. favorite song is any, like – dancing 100 percent, like, like the shuffle cha-cha slide cupid God. shuffle chicken dance macarena agree 100 percent. anything agree. you'd hear at a middle school dance I despise those songs favorite uh hero by enrique iglesias i w- i think bye 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 by insane people get down to that pretty good that's a good one that <laughs> is very good um chef andre napier again like i said he he carried you guys next time we have and June, the June Q&A, everyone else better step up. Um, he goes, if you had <laughs> if you had to pick a K-State athlete, past or present, to defend you in trial by combat, Game of Thrones style, who would you pick and why? I'm taking uh, Topeka Cat Will Geary. I, he is a feisty dude. Across my mind, he's kind of, I mean, he's he's kind of the origin of our, I mean, I guess we could call it catchphrase, meet me at the cat head, because he... He fought Brogan at the Cathead and killed him pretty much. Yeah, but I, I would go with Will. That's good. That's a good one. I w- I'm going back and forth. He's a little short, though. I'm going – I'll probably take Darren Howard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would feel pretty good about having Darren Howard defending me. Uh, or yeah. the other one was Jordan Willis. But, like, man, you could probably pick, like, any, like, Just defensive not, end yeah. in the last – yeah, I don't know. I'll go with D, D. Howard. I mean, he's the, the GOAT probably. So, uh, Lazy Wayne Band, so he actually quoted something he tweeted out back in May and threw uh, Ask Bosco on it. Seriously, how much is the Big 12 paying you guys to try to make Farmageddon an actual rivalry? Who gives a shit about Iowa State? No one gives a shit about Iowa State, but their fans just decide that they're the best thing in the world. So, uh, I love trolling them. They are regional. Uh, you you got to keep them, you know, under your foot where they belong. You don't want to have to deal with another, you know, plucky farm school. No, you need to keep them where they belong. That's under your foot. It mostly started for yeah, so me. It's stupid fucking fans. It's the fans. I mean, yeah, like Twitter 
has basically exposed them as the Liverpool fans of of the Big Twelve of college of the college sports world. But I mean, for me, it was all those. It was exacerbated by the ten years of us beating them, and then like those close games back to back to back, where you know their fans just had major meltdowns and basically thought that the world was against them, and then there was some sort of anti-Iowa State comp- conspiracy. But I think what made it really pop off for me recently was like them like comparing themselves to us, like historically as like programs. They're thinking like. Wh- we have a better history than you. It's like, even though we were historically the worst team ever, like, we're still light years, we have a light years better history. They have history one than, nine one I mean, it's unbelievable. One. No they, final fours. I mean, we have They're, 20 solid years of being, like, a good to some years great football program, and we've achieved far more than they ever have, and they have the audacity to say that, like, to getting, compare themselves to us. They're and getting it's, hard-ons makes so over eight-win seasons where they barely beat FCS teams. Like, are you kidding? An eight-win season, everyone's pretending like they're the second coming. Get the fuck out of here. Also, like, you know, 93 to 2003 plus sprinkled in there, 11 and 12. Like, that's 20 years. They've never 30 years. That's, that's That counts as history, like. You could take that small blip, and it's better than anything they've ever done in a hundred plus years. So yeah, Iowa State is trash. Yep, Iowa State is trash. So yep. <coughs> with his usual coming in out of nowhere, <laughs> trying to distract us from the podcast. Uh, Bryce Garver asks, "Who do you see as the most likely player to continue the draft streak next year?" I'm saying Scott France. I'm saying Reggie Walker. Hopefully for a big year after a big year, but yeah, Scott France is probably the easy one. Well, I mean, it, it should be easy. I agree. So, but yeah, I, I I think it will continue. I hope it continues. I know a lot of folks say it doesn't matter, but it's it's a fun thing. It's fun. Streaks are fun. <laughs> um, Johnny underscore Appleseed, what are three canned brews each of you will be crushing on repeat this summer? Uh, I don't know. I'm not uh, drinking that much anymore. Yeah, but. I actually I'm cutting <laughs> back on the drinking. But if I was full fledged, if we're going cans, I would say uh, tropical pale ale from Boulevard. That would be one of mine. Um, honestly, since they're canning it now, eighty acre by Boulevard. Um, I don't even know. I'm trying to think because I. We've talked about this on the pod. We rotate through so much. I'll throw um, in Avery White Rascal. I'm a big fan of that beer, um, and it's good out of the can. So that's two for me. I'm saying Hibiscus Gose. Also, I'm going Triple Threat from Boulevard. But uh, again, I, I, I'm cutting back on the beer for sure. Yeah. And drinking, it just hurts. It doesn't feel very good on our old bodies now. Oh, I mean, I feel <laughs> fine. I'm just trying to cut back. That's good. Two. That'll work. <laughs> I think you skipped a Chef Andre Napier one about yes, wearing sorry, a jersey. Yes. Yep. Sorry. I think you can wear a jersey whenever. I don't really care. Well, you, if you're going to read it, read the entire Okay. What, what, age is, is, what age is unacceptable to wear a jersey? Also, are jerseys acceptable on any other occasion than game day? I disagree with you, and it also is a sliding scale based on what jersey. No adult should be – no adult over the age – of 30, I'll give f- folks till the age of 30 should ever wear a jersey in public at all. I'll give one pass for soccer jerseys or hockey sweaters because those just kind of seem a little bit more uh, everyday type apparel. But honestly, I don't need to see a 45-year-old man wearing a Skylar Thompson jersey in the stadium. And honestly, basketball jerseys, even at basketball games – I'm pretty meh on. I know you're a Jersey guy. You can pull it off a little bit. Um, I just don't care. I mean, but yeah, I feel like when I'm like 40, I'm probably not going to be wearing jerseys. Yeah, and then is it acceptable on any other occasion than game day? No. Even if it is soccer or hockey, that seemed to be a little bit more <laughs> accepted for old people. So that that is what I have to say. Um, <laughs> Epley, are there any rumblings that there will be a Cats football all-access series similar oh. to the phenomenal – all in series that the casket ball squad had this year. Not that I know of. I mean, there I would might hope. be, but I haven't heard anything. But I would. That'd be great. Um, J. L. Kurtz asked, "Better road trip partner, Bruce Weber or Chris Kleiman?" 
One hundred percent Bruce Weber. Easily. Um, He's willing to have a little fun. Chris Kleiman is all business. He would be either checking his phone or (laughs) calling recruits or something. Uh, Bruce Weber would play the alphabet game. He would tell stories. Uh, He'd probably moon truckers. Uh, So I think Bruce would be a lot of fun on a road trip, actually. Climbing at pit stops would be like... It'd be like a NASCAR pit stop. Yeah, he, he is efficient. He wants to get where he's going. Absolutely no snacks. You're just in and out, gas gone, and we're getting to our destination yeah. on time. <laughs> so he can keep recruiting. Uh, Nathan Edwards, Prez 04, which K-State basketball or football coach would you be the most intim- intimidated to meet if they were your girlfriend's father? Ooh. Hazleton, maybe? Yeah, I think Scotty Hazleton would probably have like a gun. <laughs> like he'd be the thing where he's cleaning his gun when you come to pick up his daughter. Um, it's intimidating to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, climbing would be kind of intimidating yeah. too. <laughs> climbing probably would be intimidating. Um, Connor Riley would be fine. Colin Klein would be fine. I don't know. Colin. <laughs> Colin Malone would be like. might be interesting. Colin would ha- you'd You'd have to be home by like 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Van, Van Malone would be great yeah, I But think also like have, If you pissed him off It'd yeah, probably be like You wouldn't want to piss him off As long as you're on Van Malone's good side It'd be alright um, I think Lowry would be fine Bruce would probably like Want to come and hang out <laughs> um, Brad Korn Probably wouldn't get out of his recliner um, So yeah I mean I think that covers it That's a good question um, and, Oh and, and the, here's, here's the follow up I should add which coach or staff member seems like the best father-in-law to have? I, I think if you're on his good side, Van Malone or Bruce Weber. I think I those, agree. those two are the – as long as you're on Van Malone's oh. good side. I would agree. That's that's fair. Um, Mike Smith asked for a follow-up. Did my dad ever get revenge on my mom for the polo trick? I'm going to have to ask him that during Dad Pod 2. Um, Brennan Dell asks, curious what appeals are working and not re- working on the recruiting trail for both football and basketball. We bagged a couple good recruits and grad transfers, but lost others. Um, I'm not sure what works, what doesn't work. I know a lot of coaches are doing the whole FCS, you know, negative, negative. recruiting against Coach Kleiman. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure of anything else. I'm not either. And if you want to delve into recruiting, you should get on KSO and follow what Derek Young does and follow him on Twitter because he's one of the best at it. T Kobe 7 asks, what is your favorite cut of steak and how would you like it prepared? Filet, medium rare. I'm a ribeye guy, medium rare. I mean, filet is, you know, the top end, but, you know, I – I like, you know, the marbling and a good ribeye, medium I could, rare. I could go with that, too. But it's got to be medium rare. Or medium rare plus, which is, you know, just hair longer on the grill with, a, like, a good blue cheese glaze. Ooh, that would be good. I don't like blue Seriously, cheese okay. at all. That's I'm, fine. A, I'm agreeing here. That's fine, but I don't want <laughs> peanut gallery over here. Like, that annoys the hell out of me. Just leave. I'm not kidding. Leave. I don't want you around here. Uh, Old Man Rogers KSU says, what Big 12 team takes the biggest step forward this year compared to either exceptions or 2018 performance? And which team takes the biggest step back? Where does K-State fit into it? That's a good – that's a very good question. I'll say – so K-State does fit in here? No. Where does K-State fit? Where does K-State fit? So let's start forward. forward. Step forward. I'll say West Virginia. I don't know why. Because I like they won nine Neil win. Brown. They won nine they games, won nine last, games year. last year. They have a tough schedule. They lost a lot of stuff. That is a horrible answer. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I am saying it'll be Baylor. Baylor's going to make uh, the biggest Matt step Rule, forward. Yeah, that's solid. Who's going to take the biggest step back? Damn, probably West Virginia. That's probably fits way better in that category. Um, yeah. <laughs> West Virginia is going to take the biggest step backwards. Way to and the biggest step forward nope, is going nope, to be. No, you said West Virginia for both. Kansas State University. No, nope, you said West Virginia for both. That is a bad look. It's okay. A uh, biggest step back, Iowa State. 
Everyone, th- and that's to their expectations. I see folks picking them third in the conference, nine wins. Now they're going to win seven. They'll fall short of their strive for nine. Where does K-State f- fit into that? If we stay healthy, if you gave me a guarantee K-State football does not have another season-ending injury because we already had I one, I would say that we win six or seven games. fact of the matter is football is football, and we have no depth. So I think, honestly, we're going to end up fitting in near expectations and near where we did last year. I would agree. Higher total at the end of the year, K-State running back touchdowns or Wyatt Huber sacks? That's a good one. Actually, no, it's not a good one for you because you think Wyatt Huber's going to disappoint. So you would say running I was back touchdowns. Immediate, I would have said running back touchdowns anyways with how Kleiman's offense is. And I don't know, we have – Surely there's going to be more running back touchdowns than Wyatt Hubert sacks, I would imagine. Well, I mean. But we got to see if any of our running backs are good. I mean, I'm going good. to too, but, I mean, I, I, I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, running back touchdowns. But I could make an argument either way. Uh, Greg KSU1027, a.k.a. Big House Greg. If the Cats were to leave Nike, which would never happen because Nike is elite, which that has nothing to do with it. It all has to do with how much they're willing to pay us versus other folks willing to pay us. But he asked, where would you rather have us go for you, these? I mean, I guess Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. I mean, unless Puma is going to start getting into the game. and No, absolutely not. I would rather I like have Under Armour. basketball shoes. I mean, Puma has never done apparel. For, I, for American sports. Yeah. I know you hate their arsenal. I just don't stuff. like Puma. I don't know. I mean, that's fine. They're they're starting to get into the basketball shoe game. Um, but Adidas is the correct answer. Yeah, that's Under pretty Armour easy. Under Armour is trash. I don't um, really like it either, but I would, I've, I like it on football sometimes. No, I don't. But that's fine. <laughs> we disagree. Basketball on would look bad, I think. Really bad. All right. So, um, only two more left. Um, before we end, again, remember to visit kccatbackers.com make sure you come to the summer bash uh stuff or uh, seat geek <laughs> so many ticket places seat geek acaa 20 bucks off and my bookie boys giving you 50 percent deposit bonus um lazy wayne bat band asks who split the mom pod with stacy's mom that was me i put the guitar riff from stacy's mom in there nice uh, work to put in there i thought it was good and then we'll end it with gleemaw 21 uh he asked what if any is a marquee win you can genuinely see the cats picking up as a football win this year if n-a-y marquee win I don't know very much about Mississippi State, aside from the fact that they lost a large chunk of seniors. That's going to be tough, though. At Mississippi State, it's going to be really tough. It's going to probably have to be a home game. I could see us winning at Texas, I guess. Um, But that's I'm only influenced by us doing that before. We're not going to beat Oklahoma. Iowa State's not a marquee win. Uh, man, this is tough. I'll say t- I'll say at Texas. That's I don't know though. I'm saying no, and again, it would probably depend on what you consider marquee. Um, I mean, is a rivalry game versus KU marquee? I don't think so. I don't. Either. Iowa State definitely isn't because they're trash, garbage people. Um, but you know what? You can see us play Iowa State using Seek. Um, Oh man, and bet on it using my bookie, and I'm sure the KC Catbackers might have an event. Oh, that's a home game though, so they won't. They'll be there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I for truly marquee. So I think of like big games, good teams. Now, are you um, saying that you don't see us winning any no, of them? No, no. Uh, if, if you're well, I'm sa- saying if you have to, if I had to choose, I would. Well, say he Texas. said if NAY. I'm saying we're just not good enough. Yeah, I don't think we're good um, enough either. But if if you're making me choose, I would say Texas. No. No, I would say Mississippi State. I'm saying because I think Texas is going to win the Big 12. Um, I kind of think so. So I, so I would say Mississippi State is our best shot early. Uh, just, you know, 
riding high, 2-0, two big-time wins, uh, sour taste in those guys' mouth, first away game, and we trot out there white head-to-toe. It's going to be nice. Win by 17. Would take that. So, yeah. Um, so, that's our May Q&A. Um, again, Thank we you, always Chef have, and Andre, yeah. for carrying the show. And Mike. Mike got some in there. Shout out to Mike who bought me beer and Q39. Wow. Very nice. Of Mike's you, Mike. awesome. So that's our show. Um, I have no idea what show we're doing next, um, but we're close. We're very close. Let me check my email to see if we can announce anything. I don't know what we're going to do next, but it's going to be pretty cool. going to have some fun. All right. Uh, I can't announce anything yet, but... Hopefully, the next time we record, I'll be able to make an announcement about a future show. Um, yeah, as always, we had a lot of fun doing this. Uh, be sure to check out the Mom Pod if you haven't. Um, also, be sure to check out the Chris Kleiman episode. It's uh, had a lot of traffic. Um, we thought maybe we were being plagiarized, uh, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything else. I'm sure, Grant, you'll take us away with a great song uh stay tuned to twitter don't put that pressure on me we have awesome stuff going on meet me at the cathead
Sports Social Podcast Network.